why can't a narcissist actually be nice? Like, why does he have to be abusive? Why does he have to be mean? Maybe you've wondered why a narcissist constantly struggles to display any semblance of kindness or even empathy. Like, why doesn't this make sense? Why can't you actually be kind? Why can't you actually be nice? Maybe you're curious about the reasons why narcissism being nice to you and why you keep holding out thinking they're going to be nice, but they never are. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-worth narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. Part of this is being able to say, hey, this is why a narcissist can't be nice and this is why I wasn't nice for so many years. Why I was mean, why I was abusive to other people in my life, to my wife, doing the things that hurt and abused people because I didn't care. I only cared about what I wanted. I didn't care about being nice. So even the conversation of opening this up of saying, hey, being nice, you know, a couple years ago, I'm like, I am nice. What's the big deal? When in reality, I was not being nice and I was being abusive and mean and destructive in nature. If you need help with this, you can click on the link that's in the bio, escapetoxicity.com, to start moving forward in your growth, in your healing, and to help, help you actually start to work your way out mentally and emotionally from a toxic person, from a toxic relationship. Now, oftentimes, you're holding on to this piece of being nice. Like you're thinking, maybe this person will change, maybe this person will develop, and this provides this aspect of a trauma bond that starts to boil up in your life. Thinking, hey, if this happens, I'm going to feel this way. If this happens, he's going to figure it out. If this happens, it's going to change. He's actually going to be nice. So part of what happens is people start to look at narcissistic personality disorder, and then we start, like, people start painting in a whole different picture of like, it's not abusive, it's not this mean thing, they're just hurt people, all this kind of stuff. Okay, while some of that might be true, they're hurt people, 100%. Okay, at the end of the day, it's still a choice, and it's not just a compulsion, still a choice of stuff that's actually happening, and it's still abusive in nature. Okay, let me explain why. Some of the core characteristics of narcissistic abuse, okay, as it's complex, there's a lot of different pieces, but some of the core pieces, okay, grandiosity, sense of entitlement, lack of empathy, excessive need for admiration. Okay, as this continues to happen in relationships, it is abusive. Okay, when someone doesn't care about you, has a lack of empathy, when someone doesn't care about you and you show up and you're like, hey, I'm really struggling with this, and it's like, okay, don't really care. Okay, whether they say that in their words or their actions, like that becomes a form of abuse. That becomes something that a narcissist continues to do over and over that makes you feel like you don't matter. Okay, ends up being psychological abuse when they start to gaslight, when they start to abuse in different aspects. All of the underlying pieces of narcissistic abuse are set up as people continue to live life as being abusive in nature. There's not this piece of like, I'm going to be entitled and I'm going to manipulate people and I'm not going to have empathy for other people and I'm, and you can't have all these attributes and not be abusive. Okay, or you don't have all the attributes. There's a difference that actually happens here. That's why people look at me and you're like, hey, I'm a narcissist. And I'm like, yes, I'm a narcissist, but I'm also not being abusive. There's a difference. And so understanding, like understanding the rewiring process that has to happen in a toxic person's mind so that that isn't the go-to, that isn't the regular thing. Okay. Now, when we talk about narcissists being nice, these characteristics of narcissism form a foundation for a completely different worldview. So like for me, like the world revolved around me. Like that was the focus. Nobody else existed. Nobody else mattered. Everybody else's purpose in life was to serve me. So like walking down the street and someone looks at me, like I think that they're like paying me a compliment or I think they're actually looking at me because I'm so amazing. Like like this whole thought process gets turned on its head of like I'm the center of the universe. 
But in reality, they don't even care. But in my mind, I'm making it bigger. I'm making it look like because I have a self-centered worldview. That like I'm number one. Okay, this piece makes it really hard to be kind to other people. To have genuine concern for other people. If you think everybody is like focused on you and everything's about you, then why would you focus on someone else? Why would you be kind to another person? Why would you care about being kind to another person? This is one of the hardest pieces for people to wrap their heads around because they're like, well, I would never do that. I get it. That's also why you're not a narcissist. At the end of the day, a narcissist is looking at like everything revolves around them. So like think of it, if you're the center of the universe and everyone's job is to serve you, then there'll also be a piece of like, why do I need to care about every single person? Now, some of you are like, why well, I'd care about everybody and as well. Okay, but the illustration is just trying to help you understand like when you are elevated to such a high status and everyone's job is to serve you, why would you care about everyone? That's a little bit just trying to break it down. It might not even make sense, but trying to break it down a little bit so it makes a little bit more sense to you of what it looks like. Okay, think of this as like, uh, let's think of it in a work environment. Okay, a colleague who constantly seeks recognition like disregards the contributions of other people, takes their own ideas, a lot of things, constantly boasts about their accomplishments, what they've actually done. Like the primary focus is on maintaining how they look, their self-image, making it difficult for them to display any aspect of kindness to other people. Like if I'm only focused on me, I can't be kind to other people and I'm not going to be kind to other people. This whole aspect of like, can a narcissist love? Can a narcissist not love? Narcissists cannot love if they're not willing to move their ego to the side. Like they can't actually get to another person because their ego is so much in the way that they're more infatuated with their image than they are with another person. So what's some of the motivation behind it? Okay, we've talked about this idea of all the different attributes and, and we've skipped a bunch, but we've just talked about some there. Nurses are driven by this aspect of shame avoidance. Let me run away from shame. Let me run away from being held accountable. This oftentimes stems from deep-seated insecurity, fragile self-esteem, all these pieces. Again, not saying this to put them as a victim and not saying this to have you promote sympathy for them, okay? This is just a fact. This is how it is, okay? So as a result, narcissists are relying on external validation, admiration to be able to prop up a fragile sense of self-worth. Like, I got to be able to keep this up. So like, I need more attention to be able to keep this image up. Well, it's falling. Nope, now we need more to be able to back up. Okay. As a result, a lot of times the actions, behaviors are primarily motivated by a need to secure supply, to be able to get you lined up to make sure they're actually getting what they want from you. Now, this supply piece, oftentimes it can be anything. It could be reaction, could be attention, could be good, could be bad, admiration, could be control over other people. It could be lots of different things. The easiest way to boil it down is supply equals some type of reaction or response that the narcissist elicits in you. Like, I'm doing this, I get a response. I'm doing this, I get a reaction. I'm doing this, I get attention. It's all this reciprocal piece. When, when we break it down, the self-serving piece, the motivation overshadows anything that it would ever come about. Like, the self-serving piece, like, is so bigger, is so much more bigger than anything else of, like, you're not going to see a piece of being nice. You're going to see maybe glimpses as they try to avoid accountability as they try to hide from it, but they're not going to see this piece of like, wow, he's actually nice and caring. No, because that goes against self-serving. It goes against what I want. Like, think of it this way. A lot of times you'll see this in a love bombing stage where a narcissist showers you with compliments during like the first part of the relationship. Then as it progresses, the behavior shifts and they become more self-centered and more dismissive of your needs. 
That's not because they randomly become selfish or they randomly have this stuff pull out. It's because the beginning it was hidden. Okay. It was hidden of like, this person's not going to like me if I show up this selfish, but they'll like me if I show up as this version of myself. So I show up this way and then as time goes on, starts to dissipate, starts to disappear. The initial niceness wasn't, was, was simply a means to gain your admiration and establish control. So when we talk about this aspect of kindness and the narcissist being nice, it also touches on empathy. Narcissists struggle with this genuine kindness and empathy due to the inherent self-focus of like, this is all about me. Like a lack of emotional tune of like how, how you show up, of like what's going on with you, a lack of care. The inability to connect with the feelings and needs of those around them. This is the aspect of empathy that sometimes people get confused on. They're like, narcissists have no empathy. There's a lot of narcissists that have empathy, but they're unwilling to actually acknowledge or identify with the feelings and needs of others, straight from the DSM-5. When this happens, a lot of times it's like, I would rather, I would rather do this and have it hurt you than I would own up to the fact that I actually did something wrong. So whatever I need to do to be able to avoid it, whatever I need to do to avoid guilt and shame of being the person that I'm pretending not to be, I'm going to do that. So a lot of times you're going to see manipulation that's going to come out. Like the manipulation to exploit you, to do whatever they can, to be able to undermine, the, like it undermines all the different abilities to be able to actually care for another person. Just like I said earlier about narcissists not being able to love because of ego. Same aspect comes into play with care. Think of it as uh, you might have a, a parent who constantly disregards you, like disregards your feelings, your needs, only to keep like reaching out when they require something. Of like, hey, I don't really care about you, but hey, I need you to do this. Despite maybe different pieces of like you see niceness for a period of time, the primary focus remains on getting what they want, maintaining control, making sure that they are right. Okay, a narcissist won't be nice to you because they don't really care. They don't really care about you. You're like, well, that doesn't make sense. Like they, they say they care. They, they say they love me. But how is that actually demonstrated? How is that actually shown? A lot of times you'll hear and you'll see a narcissist that will do these things that will demonstrate a niceness for a period of time to lock you in. And then it'll start to change. Because reality, it's not about you. It's not about their care about you. It's about them. Not about this giant piece of self-love but about keeping and maintaining the mask and the image that they put out there so they don't have to be honest with who they actually are. If you're dealing with this today, please reach out for help. You can go to www.rawmotivations.com for us to be able to help you and to move forward in your healing, in your growth. If you're at the place where you're like, hey, I want to work with you one-on-one, -on -one, you can access that there as well. We can work through some coaching scenarios or try to see if you'd be a good fit moving into our Thriver community. Community of people that are growing, developing rapidly with a lot of tools and habits that we're building into the system to help them achieve who they actually want to be, to unlock that version of themselves that has been previously pushed down and stated by being with a toxic person, by being with someone who is selfish and not selfless. So if you're wondering today why narcissists can't be nice, hopefully this helped explain it. If it didn't, leave a question down below. Be like, hey, I don't understand this. Can you explain a little bit more with this? And we'll get back to you. Thanks so much for watching. If you haven't already, subscribe, like, rate, and review, and we'll see you next time.